0: Welcome to Shift with CJ. I'm your host, CJ, and together we will explore the areas of health, human performance, biohacking, psychology, and much more that will inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Hello and welcome everybody to the Shift with CJ podcast. Today, I am super excited because we're recording one of those podcasts in preparation for the World Biohack Summit. What is the World Biohack Summit? It is one of the best health conferences that you're going to see in Dubai. We're getting holistic healers. We're getting medical practitioners. We're getting artists. We're, going, we're getting performers. We're getting the best of the best biohacking tools and techniques that you can ever imagine all under one roof. The dates are set. It's May 30 and 31st. And today you're going to hear a special recording from one of our speakers. Today on the show, my guest is really special because she looks into a lot of things that a lot of the mainstream audience wouldn't have heard of. Um, I'm sure you've heard of astrology, but have you heard of human design? Well, we're going to know more about it from our guest. And she looks at helping you understand your highest potential, looking at biohacking, and the way she looks at biohacking is a little bit different. She's looking at biohacking your genetics, your DNA, source imprints, I mentioned astrology and human design, and she can show you on how you can unlock the knowledge of not just yourself, not just your soul, but plants, herbs, water, crystals, in short, all the elements. So please join your hands together in welcoming Kathy, which is Magic Kathy. Magic Cathy, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for the invitation and that beautiful intro. I'm already excited. <laughs> I
0: am super excited because I have been waiting for a very long time. Um, for everyone to um, get a backstory, I met Kathy for a coffee a few days ago and just out of my curiosity we started talking about the kind of things she does and one of the first things that came into my mind is that we've got to share everything that you do with our podcast guests so thank you for accepting the invitation and coming here and thank you for being on the world biohack summit
1: thank you for that opportunity too because i feel like that will be just so expansive for myself, but also for the audience and um, to bridge the gap, which has always been my biggest, you know, mission between kind of like science, energetics, astrology, like the spiritual side of things, because mm-hmm. it's all actually the same. You talk about energy and frequency, and I feel like people are now ready to see how that all is actually connected.
0: Okay, so that is super interesting. You mentioned spirituality, energy, you know, science, so tell us, you're biohacking in a very different way. And you do so many things. You mentioned astrology. What else do you do that could be interest of or for interest to our audience?
1: So I have been seeing my whole life the the world in energetic form, like just in vibration and frequency, which a lot of people might already sense and feel. But because of that, I also sensed the vibration of specific music, colors, um, planets, uh, elements, like you name it, herbs, everything. Is ju- mm-hmm. I, I just see it all in energetics. I see even, you know, you, I see your energy. I don't see like the physicality necessarily. Primarily, I see your mm-hmm. energy field. And
0: what does my energy field say? Or how does it look? Does it look like me?
1: It, or, it looks like you for sure, but I can also sense in your field there are a lot of taps open. Okay, like a lot of projects you work on, a lot of things where you, that you have to, you know, that require your attention. So I feel your energy field is scattered.
0: Wow, that is powerful. Um, you know, for people who are listening, you're going to have three type of people listening to this show. The first kind is going to be like, "Wow, I want to find out more." The second type will be like, well, I don't believe in anything that concerns energy and all of that thing is crap. And the third one will be somewhere in the middle. And they'll be like, this does sound a little bit woo-woo, but I want to understand more. So what do you tell these people who, you know, sometimes would tell you that there is no such thing as energy? Because, I mean, now science can measure it, but, you know, you, you can't really in a way, actually, I must take my statement back, because nowadays, we've got so many tools that can measure energy, energetic fields, and science is also trying to explore it. But, you know, ancient traditions have been talking about this forever. So let's say like, when you first started, did people accept this sort of uh, way to health? Or did people ask you questions? Like, what were what were some of the experiences that you had?
1: Well, to be honest with you, my own story was kind of like my fuel because I realized, well, for me, it works. So I'm just going to share what works for me. No one can argue with that. It's my own experience. And that started actually with wanting to have an impact online with like empowering people and doing specific things also in health. I also worked in journalism, like I did so many different things before I did what I do now. And I realized that the traditional way of marketing and stuff, I just it just never worked. And I was like, what is the fucking thing with me? Right. <laughs> Sorry for cursing, but that happened. Oh, that,
0: that can happen on this podcast. Okay, Don't worry. Good.
1: Um, and then basically human design came into my field. And I was like, This sounds really intriguing. What is this? Right. Yeah, tell
0: us more about human design.
1: And human design is basically how your energetic body works like it explains your energetics with a body graph it's based on the chakra system astrology quantum physics um the I Ching the Kabbalah tree of life there are the gene keys in there so you can see there's a lot of information in there and so I was overwhelmed myself before but or like at at first but then I was like realizing it's the same with astrology for me I can instantly hack myself into the system and it's like I download the energy energy and like the knowledge. So for me, it's like second nature now. But anyways, um, because of human design, I understood that it's an energetic, quote unquote, problem or blockage that my aura, my energy field is not designed to pursue marketing and putting myself out there in the same way as for example a generator or another human design type and unfortunately we live in a generator not unfortunately because it's the majority of people are generators we live in a world where that is focused on going out there and pursuing things and for me I'm a projector it doesn't work I have to wait for an invitation and then people see me and then it works and then it clicks and obviously it's like a complete like reconditioning process for how you approach life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I tried it and it worked and I was like, this is mind blowing. And then I sneakily used it with my clients and (laughs) it worked for them too. So I was like, okay, this energy stuff must be real. And so it's my responsibility to share it and to talk about it. And also my passion in a way, because again, like it, it, it kind of, did prove to myself what I've been receiving ever since I was a child. Like the world is just vibration and frequency and we just have to understand our own energetics and then everything actually flows. Like everything can be easy because if we work against our energy, well, the energy field that fuels our own energy system, which is source energy, kundalini energy, however you want to call it, right? The energy that created you in the first place well, if you work against that soul contract or why you are designed or how you are designed, of course it doesn't work. Like it's mm-hmm. it's actually very logic. And so that's where the tools that I use, human design and astrology come into play where I'm like able to tap into someone's soul contract, so to speak. I'm able to see someone's highest energetic potential. And that's where I go into with biohacking, for example, to help you move through these imprints that you have encountered when you were younger family conditioning society world everything right it all clocks your aura and your energy field and puts these imprint into your imprints into your dna and i'm really just here to unlock these keys for you
0: wow that is powerful that is thank you for sharing all of that now I am sure some of the listeners are really confused with some of the things that you've said so let's just backtrack yeah. and let's uh, go over it one by one one thing that stands out that I haven't probably heard before is the soul contract so you mentioned the soul contract can you tell us what the soul contract is
1: it's my favorite topic it's literally how I start or why I started everything because it, at one like i had these visions all my life and one vision that i keep kept getting was about a puzzle and a geometry i work a lot with geometry as well that is basically a web all around the world and that interconnects every single energy that is in the physical form and that is again like humans but it's also any any like crystals and forms and stuff like that
0: does this have to be living so like the the like the way you're saying it in the living it's
1: elementals so elementals. It's more, so it
0: can be this table.
1: The table is vibrating too. Yeah it's a matter right so yeah it's, it's a matter okay. and it's not you know it's not placed there randomly. We might think yeah no I, I place it there randomly but there's always a higher power that orchestrates everything. That's at least what how mm-hmm. I perceive it. So it's not there by accident. Like nothing in this room is placed by accident. It might sound spooky, but it's true.
0: Well, I try to make the room more efficient. So that that's that could be one other thing because yeah. the mics are closer to us so we don't have to go so far. But uh, so the gist of it is that everything that happens, whether it is the table over there or a situation in your life or someone coming into your life or someone leaving your life, you're saying that this is orchestrated that means there was a plan for this to happen anyway
1: you can say so some people say it's faith whatever it is we always have free will of course but if we remember why we are designed because i believe that our reason for being in a physical form comes from a uh, soul contract with source right Mm -hmm. to be like okay your energy field you are designed to be physical to activate specific things on planet earth during Mm -hmm. this time of also especially right now huge transformation huge shift we shift into really like even more energetic um way of living here on the planet like even human design says that, you know, we move out of the cross of planning towards the sleeping Phoenix. So it's a lot more energetic, a lot more like there's no logic to a lot of things. We just mm-hmm. do it because it's energy. Like my favorite quote now is it's vibrational. It's not logic. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not personal. It's vibrational for for many things. And so going back to the soul contract that you ask for, we all knew that we want to be on planet earth right now because it's one of the biggest transformations that could happen in the entire universe for an entire planet. And so we were all on a soul level excited about it to be like, okay... I want to be part of the team of shifting this Mm -hmm. whole thing. And so I'm going to take on this role. I'm going to take on this role. And I'm going to take on this role. Obviously, then we come down here. We forget about all of the things and we are conditioned. So we are also afraid of doing the thing that we were Mm -hmm. designed to do because we think we have to blend in. But actually, we have to be so very unique because we create the pattern interrupt. And then when we are that unique essence or puzzle piece, create that new geometry all around the world and that forms the picture of the i want to say new earth or the new way of navigating how we move on from here because i guess everyone can sense that the last three years especially Mm -hmm. changed the world
0: yep definitely it changed a lot of people a lot of people's lives in good and fantastic ways as well yeah um what I'm hearing you say is that we have this soul contract with the source energy. You can call it God or whoever, however, the audience wants to call it. And before coming on this planet, we are already coming with a mission. Would that be correct? Yeah. So what about all of those people who came to this planet a long time ago, like for example, people who have suffered from famines and wars and you know, just dis- sort of natural disasters. Did they get to choose that sort of disaster as well, or did something go wrong in when they came in and like you know you they probably didn't want to come and suffer in the disaster, but the the disaster got them or the war got them or like you know, some.
1: Well, you know I would say they were excited about it i know it sounds weird but they were excited about experiencing exactly that because if you understand yourself as the eyes of source like a a specific uh, perspective of source energy that wants to expand and learn
0: Mm. right
1: how it is in a physical form even that is an experience and there is no judgment you know the judgment comes when the human is in in play you right we judge oh that's a bad experience that's a good experience mm. at the end of the day it's an experience that expands you that expands your consciousness and you are i want to say history book on planet earth mm. and i mean when i see it out from an astrology perspective we know exactly when specific transits happen right so we know when we are Literally on a cellular level, activated through these imprints that we have in our birth chart. So we also choose when we have specific Pluto activations, when we have specific Saturn activations, and when that might also have a ripple effect to the collective experience. Mm-hmm. So we know, you know, we know we're not. It's not like we we did something wrong or whatever that we have to experience that. It's actually know that wants to move through us right now. It's an experience that need to happen
0: okay so thank you for clearing out that um you mentioned human design and um, i want to tell the audience i first got to know human design about three years ago when someone told me about the human design and i didn't believe it and it's basically i use an app to download this software on my iphone and it asks you for your birth date your name um and the location of your birth and it pulls up this chart, which, uh, which sometimes can give you a little bit of the indication if you're trying to understand it yourself, but it is confusing. I did try to read some of the things and it was super accurate. So what I did was I looked up, I remember, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I looked up the history about it and it was basically one person who was on vacation, he was on the beach and he, this guy got some sort of a download. Yeah. And I want to ask Cathy what a download means later. It's not the one that you're thinking about, but a download from either something beyond human. I'm not sure of the source, but uh, something beyond human. And they taught him about on how to build this whole human design system. And since then, I have met many people apart from Cathy who practices or who Use this in their daily lives and they say it's a game changer. So, first of all, what's the story correct? Tell us what the download is.
1: Yes. I mean, I would like to even say upload more so because download sounds so. Mm-hmm. So, in his consciousness, the human design system was all of a sudden activated or uploaded, you know, and then he's like, oh, what am I going to do with all of this information? I guess mm-hmm. it needs to be shared. That's, you know, what happens to me a lot. I'm, I just receive all of these insights and I like, go, oh, and now what?
0: That is exciting. So tell us about like these insights or downloads that you receive. Does it I mean for a person who has no idea about all of these things, um how would you simplify it? Do you is it like you're walking on the street and someone's whispering in your ear or you're writing something and suddenly you start writing some information that you don't know about or do you hear a song? Like how does it happen? What's the like how does it How does it feel if someone was in your body?
1: Gosh, that that would be
0: scary, interesting (laughs) for a lot of
1: people, and overwhelmingly like, oh my gosh, no wonder this girl is suffering sometimes. No, just kidding. Uh, I'm grateful for all of these insights, and Mm. they come in different ways. I would say everyone has a source, knows what you are the most receptive to, I would say. And I'm a very visual person, so I get a lot of visuals um but music also speaks to me a lot so i also get a lot of like but that's more so synchronistic like it's not Mm -hmm. that i hear a song and i have a download um it's more that i see something and then i'm like oh my gosh Then all of the knowledge comes to me like sometimes it's just a picture or i When I sit in meditation, I get visuals, you know, and then all of a sudden I see the DNA structure and I see a plant or my dreams a lot. Like I dream about plants and I dream about specific things. And at the beginning, I just thought everything was just random, but then it started to again form a puzzle piece. And I'm like, oh, that's a story right here. That's like not leaving me. I guess I should just follow the breadcrumbs. And that's what I do. You know, I follow the breadcrumbs. Okay, there's a dream about an herb. Oh, then is there a person with a problem? Oh, then there's a connection to a chakra system. Oh, and then there's an amino acid that also plays into the form and structure of, of, of DNA. And I'm like, okay, and why do I need to know that now? You mm-hmm. know. And I always know that there will be at some point a person in front of me that needs that information. So mm-hmm. I just collect all of the data and I'm like, okay, I, I just built a library in myself and trust that it, you know, it will be needed and activated in a specific time.
0: Wow, that sounds like a biohacker. (laughs) Yes, you are. Uh, Well, I think a lot of biohackers are doing this, but they're reading physical books, um, or looking at a blog website or talking to someone. Uh, Podcasting is is something like this. I don't know what who will benefit from any of the information that we speak. But then I get messages that, hey, you know, this was really interesting. So I think it's for everyone who's listening and you're thinking, can this be true or is it applicable? It's something that you guys are doing every day. She's yeah. just using a different, you're using a book, she's using something else. And, um, and you know, like, let's say um, a human design. So if someone comes up to you and because you also, bio, your way of biohacking is actually looking at DNA and genetics and how can you modify that, do you use the human design app to get to know of a specific dna damage of people or do you have or does it allow you to give more or better suggestions for people that then will you know help them in long term and might be correcting some of these dna damages let's say
1: yeah the beautiful thing about human design is that it shows you where you have your own energy right and where you have so quote-unquote no energy or you're open and those open centers are receptive to absorb energy from the outside Mm -hmm. can be anything and feel it even stronger and that's where people get in caught in the illusion because they feel like that's me because they feel it's stronger than their own energetic imprints and so that's where for me biohacking and human design comes into play because you can see if someone is having an illness or problems, stuckness in their life, um, relationships or self-identity, whatever it may be, right? And it comes from a place of they are and they're not self. That's what it's called in human mm. design because they are caught in the illusion that the energy that they absorb from the outside is, is them. them. So the best example, very simple, is an open head center, right? Mm. The head center is primarily a receiving center. If it's open, it's just like data running through all the time, Right basically. But what happens with a conditioned head center is that you think these thoughts come from you. So you enter a restaurant, that's my favorite analogy, because people can probably relate. You enter a restaurant, your favorite restaurant, You usually when you're home alone in your own energy, you're like, oh, I want to get my favorite meal there, this, whatever. And then you go there and all of a sudden you cannot make the decision. You're like, wait a second, why did I like maybe mm-hmm. this, or maybe that has too many calories, maybe that's not healthy enough, maybe oh, maybe I should ju- you you cannot make your head mm-hmm. up to stick to the decision. You're confused. And you're like, what? Like at home it felt so clear, right? Yeah. And what happened is that you absorb all the thoughts of the, all the people in the restaurant right now that are trying to make a decision about what they order. And so you're stuck in
0: and you get confused because of that.
1: Yeah. You you feel it even stronger. So you're like. Because the open head center is like you absorb the thoughts and you want to have an answer to all of the questions, mm-hmm. right? And so, if everyone is wondering what to order, you're kind of like a little bit, you know, scattered.
0: What if, like, okay, so let's say I walk into a restaurant and I want to be eating this salad or let's say a pasta or a burger for a very long time, and now I walk into for example, the Cheesecake Factory, where they have many burgers. Yeah, I love Cheesecake Factory. Um, but uh, regardless, so I walk inside, it's full. And then my head gets confused. What can I do to sort of like stop that? Is there a way to sort of not go into everyone's thoughts? Is there a practice? Is there a work? Is there a crystal? Like, what's the way because if people are listening to this, and, you know, I get confused, if you guys get confused, like this is one way to find out how do we not get confused
1: i mean i would say you know that's not a dramatic example right Mm -hmm. it's not harming you and i guess it's not the end of the world if you make a choice that Mm -hmm. you know was maybe not the best burger (laughs) yeah but obviously that kind of imprint can have a tragic effect if you for example are stuck in the program of the thoughts of your parents Mm -hmm. and you're not aware of it so uh, awareness is the key here so what i do in human design is first of all make you aware of that openness because that already helps because the next time your thought patterning changes when you are around people you're like wait a second you question like you second guess if that's actually your thought because Mm -hmm. before that you might have just instantly jumped on to the conclusion that is your thought same with an open emotional center like solar plexus all of a sudden you feel something because you've been around someone You're like wait a second is that even my emotion I mean to put it Some people might really, you know, sense already meditation. That's the Mm -hmm. whole reason why we do it, right? We want to learn how to observe everything that we are experiencing and then to categorize in a way with human design, for example, this is mine, this is not mine. And the same thing is what I do in, I want to say, my energetic clearing surgery sessions, unlocking. It's just about making you aware of this is you because you forgot who you are, what Mm -hmm. your energy field is, what your truth is. And this might not be you. So how do we clear that gunk and that coding out mm-hmm. of your system? And I mean, I make it a daily practice, especially because I have a lot of openness, mm-hmm. work with a lot of people. I like after every session, after I've been outside, after even, you know, reconnect, I always clear my fields. Like I always move the energy out and ask and, you know, have my specific rituals and things I work mm-hmm. with to clear my field and reset myself because otherwise it's just, you can imagine it's pollution that Mm -hmm. quote-unquote not that you are pollution but you know what i mean it's just other energy that is not yours that is constantly going on top of your own energy and then of course you can't see it's like you clean you don't clean your room and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you can't find your things
0: well yeah it it makes complete sense because the other analogy that i've heard not from the energetic standpoint but from a more of microbiota standpoint so we Everyone knows that our gut has 100 trillion gut microbiome. And if you're in a room and you leave the room, scientists are able to precisely say which room were you in and for how long, just because your microbiome, which is actually in your gut, but it's also in your skin, is floating around the air.
1: I swear I had some, again, like, it's funny that you bring that even up because upload, download, however you want to label that of my last few months and years have been all about the gut microbiome. And I still don't really know exactly what I'm supposed to do with it, but mm. it's about the connection with the energy field and the gut microbiome and how that's also thought forms energy that manifests in specific parasite. You don't even have to, it's not about the food, it's an energetic imprint Mm -hmm. where you can clear them out. But also most recently, how the electromagnetic field around us, EMF and all of that can even create um the changes in the microbiome, which then also has a ripple effect to mental health Mm -hmm. and how that all is connected to your gene geometry basically with human design and astrology. I'm like Again, these are the downloads where I'm like, what am I supposed to do with it? Well, speak at the biohacking (laughs) conference. Well, yeah.
0: (laughs) And if you guys are interested about more of this, we're going to have lots of topics centered around this idea in the biohacking conference. But it makes complete sense because for years I've been telling people that, listen, when you're using your phone, one of the things that you don't want to do is to keep it too close to your gut because most of the times if people are watching watching this on video, you can see that we're, our heads are down, which is horrible for our back. But we also always have our phones right next yeah. to either our solar plexus, or let next to our, uh, you know, gut basically. Or
1: even when you, you know, you eat, and I mean, that's what I do. You shouldn't, right? Um, or have sessions. Sometimes I sit in my bed and I just have a pillow and my laptop on on top. Oh yeah, it's like straight up solar plexus and gut. Yeah, radiation. you don't want to do that.
0: You yeah, don't want no. to do that. Um, later, I'll show you something that I use, which blocks the radiation oh, from please. coming. I, I always use a table. But the idea is that your gut is super sensitive to these electromagnetic fields. And in case you're not eating the right kind of food or because of something else you have, gut-related inflammation or leaky gut, then know this, that there is a neuropeptide and a neurohormone called serotonin. And serotonin is responsible for that happy happy feeling. Let's just simple it down, happy feeling. And 90% of that serotonin is actually made in your gut. So, if you mess up the gut microbiome and if they don't produce the right amount of serotonin, guess who's going to go into depression and mental illnesses? It's the person who's going to have their phone next to them all yeah. the time. So, you know,
1: it's also, you know, again, like I can speak energetics about it too. And what I see with the connection to the solar plexus, but also the sacral,
0: mm-hmm. which also
1: in human design is life force the storage of life force right so it literally feeds off your life force and i mean i had have my own story with parasites and how they literally ate me from the inside life until i finally like was like okay maybe i should pay attention to that more yeah but i was like but it was because i was floating around all the time so it was Mm. too much in my head which i still have the tendency can yeah. tell with like all of the things that we, we spoke offline about this yeah <laughs> but just with all of the things that i'm processing all the time it's t- tough for me to really be down mm. which then meant that there was room in my physical experience and body for these energy forms mm. to you can say they help me to ground they help me to stay here because otherwise i would already float mm. in space but then it's also that it's not my energy that is in, in there, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to really make pay attention to, okay, this is my gut. Mm-hmm. You know, like there is no room for other energies. Energies
0: to be there. When you say you speak, uh, when you say that you look and see and sense energy, can you sense in a room if there are other forms of energy available which are not human? Yeah. Okay. And how often do you see this?
1: Just I mean just most recently, literally four nights ago, I would say it. Just, I have these experiences sometimes during the night where I just wake up randomly, right? Mm-hmm. But then the first thing I look at was the moon, for example, and there were three. Um, you can say satellite space. Craft things I well, about just like mm-hmm. three dots next to the moon yep. literally forming an exact exact moon as well mm-hmm. they were lightning three times mm-hmm. and i only remembered it the next morning i was like did i dream that but it was so perfectly designed and orchestrated mm-hmm. where i open my eyes i see that three light flashes of these three things mm-hmm. and then i turned around and went back to sleep i'm like okay this was definitely not just you know a dream or a vision it was definitely it did happen
0: so um that is interesting, but what about like ghosts and spirits and those kind of energies?
1: I don't like people have. Do you
0: believe in that in the first place? Like, are they there? Are they? It's just mythical things, or
1: I experienced them, so I don't okay. know if I need to believe in them. I experienced them, so in my reality, mm. they have existed and they exist, mm. and no one can argue with that. Mm. If you know, not everyone might have an encounter with them but I've definitely sensed them in my life, especially very early on, which also spooked me out. I've had always like fear of being kidnapped and stuff because I know I had very early experiences with like space and like, Mm -hmm. you know, different realities and stuff. And so it's real, you know, Mm -hmm. why do we, I mean, I think for me, it's funny that we think that it's only earth and only humans in this Mm -hmm. giant universe.
0: So, Are these, when you understand that they're around and you have some, this experience in your reality, do they know that, you know, or is it like, are you watching a movie where you think that they don't know that, you know, you're probably aware? Is it, it like, I don't know how to put it right, but
1: the best way to explain it is that they, like, I can only perceive them if my energy field is receptive to it Mm -hmm. so it requires a specific frequency in my energy in order to be able to even perceive them Mm -hmm. and the same is true for them so it's almost like i can only sense them if my energy field is recalibrated to that Mm -hmm. quote-unquote level so it's all on a vibrational field that's also why not not everyone will be able or will
0: experience them, experience them
1: because your vibrational field is just not receptive and open to it. That's also why some people see auras and some people see vision. Some people, not at all, you know? Yeah.
0: It's interesting. I I want to share a story, which I have never shared on the podcast before. Ooh. And I think Kathy doesn't know about it. I've There's hardly anyone, maybe like three or four people that listened to it and they said, like, this cannot be. But since we're in the topic of other things, let's, um, so
1: opening up because I know it's sometimes a little bit tough to speak.
0: Oh, no, it's, um, you know, I'm not one of those people who are all just for science. I believe in everything. I believe that there is a greater truth to this whole cosmos. And I was fortunate enough to experience some of it. Now I haven't, I cannot experience things like Kathy and some of the other people that you might meet at the biohacking event, but here's a short story. Uh, A couple of months ago, six to seven months ago, I went to Peru and I did my ayahuasca journey. Mm -hmm. And in my ayahuasca journey, I saw all sorts of quote unquote crazy things. But one of the things that I did see was that there was a spacecraft. And since you mentioned spacecraft, this came into my head again. So there is this spacecraft and what they're doing is they're looking for, I wouldn't say enlightened people, but people who are energetically, you know... The believers, the people who want to do the good thing in the world, the people who are going against the norm and saying, you know what, this now is time for a change. So there are a few of them, but they're you know they're increasing in number. And this spacecraft was like a UFO, and it was moving around the Earth, scanning for these people and these people. So the way I saw it, that everyone on Earth was super dark, like they had like a dark field, and the people who were um, you know, the believers or people who were trying to do something different were the ones which were full of light. And these guys on the spacecraft, they were trying to find out these people. And me, I was transported into the spacecraft. And I'm looking at all of these things and their plans and what they're trying to do. And suddenly one of them turns and they realize that I am looking at them and I'm like, oh, shit. And now they're, they're even asking me, like, how did you get here? Like, this is a conversation, right? It, yeah. it, they're like, how did you get here? And I'm like, I don't know. I was just doing ayahuasca and I'm like, just, you know, I'm praying that they don't kill me because it's like super futuristic kind of stuff. Those I can't even explain how they look because it was more of like energy. And suddenly I get back onto earth and on the ground and I've given this unique and I'm, Praying that please these guys shouldn't be hunting me, and then it was either the spirit of the plant, which was ayahuasca, or I was also is that's another story talking to some entities, and they told me that no you've got you've got a protection lining on you so they won't be able to see you and find you and Now I was just trying to look around for more people who had light, so I can just go with them and you know try to protect them, but that's that's um yeah. A uh, sidelining story uh,
1: not at all actually
0: yeah so the spacecraft uh, since you mentioned spacecraft like that was the first thing that came into my head I was like oh wow I saw that in my ayahuasca journey
1: so basically if I want to explain it now on an energetic level what happened is and that's the future of what's going to happen anyways of healing of everything people and their aura and their vibrational field will become the keys and to unlock specific parts mm-hmm. to remember and to activate the DNA. So our connection and you know I don't even know why or how I mentioned it. It was something that ne- I needed to mention to act, reactivate something in your system. Mm-hmm. And now we're even in the position that we share it publicly more and more people will hear it more and more people will remember wait a second i had something like that happening to me because that's exactly Uh the experience that i had when i was really really young and that triggered that whole will i be kidnapped will i be found will i you know what what's happening what even happened and one thing that i had to actually process in my ayahuasca journey was forgiveness for that abduction experience that i had when i was really young which was basically a recommitment, a re-signing of soul contract of what I'm even doing Mm -hmm. in the physical form on this planet, which was about shining a light to even the fact that there is something out there, which what is your soul contract ever since I'm pretty, pretty sure ever since you are even more about the biohacking, about community, about bringing people together, about changing the world, about all of these things, right? Mm -hmm. About shining a light. Right? What am I doing? I want to have people in their brightest light. So what are we actually doing? Shining exactly the light. Exactly doing what they want to find, the lights. We're like, okay, we're going to activate, yeah. reactivate the light. And we all do it in different ways. So what you are saying is really, or like explaining is what happens on the planet because mm-hmm. we have, not everyone, but there are specific energy imprints in, in some humans that have signed the contract of we are the hybrids. Mm-hmm. we are the bridge generation because the planet will move into an entire different way of being orchestrated and living and even the species will change
0: mm-hmm. and we
1: prepare why do we even talk about biohacking mm-hmm. why do we optimize anything well because the entire planet earth even the lowest cannon talks about it is going through an evolution her vibrational field changes she is literally maturing and uh, going through a huge transformation on an energetic level which also means for us as a species we have to vibrate on a different energetic level to be able to be a a match to be on earth Mm -hmm. so that's why a lot of people have a lot of physical things happening to them especially the last few years where it's like i feel like my system is being upgraded what can i do how what else can i use like biohacking why Mm. are people even interested in biohacking like why it's because we know like on a deep, deep, deep seated level, that fuck, the earth is changing. And if I want to stay and if I wanna, you know, my vibration has to change. Well, mm. let me use, you know, bulletproof coffee. Let me use a vibrating mat to ground myself. Like what can else can I do to really be on my highest highest potential. Vi- highest potential? Because the earth needs or can only tolerate my highest potential. And I'm sorry to say, and some people might be triggered by it, but everyone who does not hear that call or is afraid to answer they will just die off.
0: So how can, this is super interesting. And I completely believe, um, completely am in alignment with whatever you're saying. And I have also experienced this need to, you know, bring out the best potential in people. Like the reason I'm doing this podcast is to elevate, empower and educate everyone who's listening so they can be ready for what's coming. But you know, now when she's saying it, I'm putting it in this words, but it's always been in my mind of what's coming, but I always had this question, like what is coming? There's nothing coming, yeah. but this naturally, this thing com- keeps coming from
1: my vibration. You, yeah. You cannot even explain. Exactly. You know, I like, cannot put words to it. There's nothing else that I can do. I mean, I don't know for what, it, even, you know, for me, it's like, I'm sitting there and have, receiving the downloads. I'm like, I don't know how that even makes sense because it does not really make logical sense. But we have to trust that whatever is guiding us to do that and whatever is creating that fire and passion in our heart to learn more about it, right? (laughs) That's probably because it's the right thing to do and we don't need an explanation for it, you know?
0: True. Um, And how does... So someone who's listening to this, you've made it very clear that you're here on a mission, your soul has a contract... How do people discover their own soul contract? If someone is listening to this and they're like, man, I just watch Netflix and I order from outside and I just try to get a good night's sleep. So I'm stuck in the lower um, survival mode. How do people define or understand? Is there like a hack to get to their purpose?
1: I would say if the question nags you to like find your mission, find your purpose, then there's obviously a drive in you. That tells you what you're doing right now is not of your highest alignment mm-hmm. but i also know that there are souls that have an incarnation that just want to chill out and have fun mm-hmm. you know and that's that and they're happy like they're happy having their very you know simple life not thinking about changing the world because it's mm-hmm. not their contract so not everyone is uh, needs to be, be that revolutionary person
0: that that is super interesting. You mentioned reincarnation, and this was something that I had I wanted to ask you before. Reincarnation is this process or this understanding that humans, once we die, it's not the end. goal, it's not the end thing because we might have an opportunity to be reborn again. But there is a lot of people who would, you know, not completely agree with this. So, what's your understanding of reincarnation? Is it that simple like you born, and then is it like a video game like when you're when you die you just pop up again
1: i'm gonna design a new avatar and come again yeah yeah in a way it is like that okay we and you know we have some resting periods and we are chilling with source and then we're like okay I need some contrast again let's go down to earth or again like i really got this picture of okay there's a huge evolution a source decides we need a team of fucking epic soldiers mm-hmm. and who is going to go down, you know? And then we are like, okay, that sounds like a cool mission. Let's be part of it. That's also mm-hmm. why sometimes y- you have that, and you've probably had that experience, but all of a sudden you meet someone and you're just there's no logical exp- like explanation why you're so excited to be finally connected with that person mm. as if you always knew them. That's like, oh my gosh, do you remember like on a soul level, do you remember we had we had that mission and we came down and then we lost each other and now we found each other again and I guess now it's the time to intermingle.
0: I have exactly that kind of an experience with one person for sure and I did not know him for like, I, it's been a couple of years that I know this person, but as soon as it's me like and a this relief per- you're like oh. yeah and me and this person we've come in contact and like you know he's been able to change my life i've been able to influence his life and regardless of that it feels like we were just born together yeah and you know there have been like i've had um a tarot card reader look at my cards and one of the questions that me and him both we independently asked her and this was over a long period of time and she doesn't know we're talking about because we're not um she didn't we went very like mystery shopper kind. Yeah. So we asked that hey, I'm really close to that this person but I cannot explain the sort of connection and no one in the world can understand how we can be so close. And then she goes on and says, "Oh yeah, you're connected from past lives." And um you know, you guys were responsible for each other in the past lives and a father son sort of a thing. And surprisingly enough, this person now is is like the best friend, brother, father, taking like someone who really looks after yeah. me, that kind of a character. And this was independent of what she said because it was yeah. happening for many years now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's super interesting. Is there a way we can, I mean, now I was going to ask this question. Is there a way we can sort of like find these people faster? But I think I know what Kathy is going to say, which is that, hey, there's always a plan. and
1: i would say yes but it's all about i mean how do you find that person the quickest well to say it's very simple um as like and I, that's like the truth for everything if you are in your unique energetic expression everything that is the perfect puzzle piece for you mm-hmm. will be with you very much quicker mm-hmm. because there's nothing that clocks it You know, so that person could only find you because then all of a sudden your aura was open to be found. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: if your aura was closed and there's just no way, could have even been that you've never, you would never meet that person because that person obviously, as you described, was an activation Mm -hmm. for you. So if you were not ready on an energetic level for the activation, well, you would have never met that person. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the same with like, if I would not be ready to um, speak at a biohacking conference, I would not have ever found you on social media. And this is the most see?
0: random thing, right? Like, me and Kathy... I don't we even didn't, know we, Yeah, we don't even know each other. It was, like, super, super random. But it
1: also felt like we know each other. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, I'm meeting her for the second time, and I'm just so super comfortable with her. Like, I can you know, talk to her about everything. And not just because she has this personality and she can see into energies. just, I, I feel comfortable. I mean, to I, with her. I told
1: you, like, I looked at your chart and I was like, oh, oh that yes. makes so much sense. Of course, you know. Yeah,
0: so uh, another backstory. Yeah. I did send Kathy my birth date, birth time and she was able to pull this chart in human design. And then the first thing she said was like, Now it makes sense. Do you remember what you saw? Your
1: astrology makes like the astrology. I can just look at, um, yeah,
0: have a look because, like, it's more
1: like I honest and like astrology gives me more insights about like the energetic connection, even from past lives and stuff, than human design. So, I always like to refer to that. That's oh, that's your human design. Um, yeah, and it, it was because um so we we are like really you know we can talk to each other like no no problem right yeah. and it is because you have mercury at 16 capricorn that's exactly my moon so mm-hmm. we, so your voice is kind of like on on like my inner world and that's like we are yeah are kind of like on the same page you're the
0: projector I'm the generator yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah.
1: and then on top of that your sun is opposite my venus so you have an aquarius sun mm-hmm. i have a virgo venus so that's also like very much synergizing together. Um, That's, um, yes. Then we have, I said to you, you you're going through like a really big transformation right now. Um, I'm nurturing actually your Saturn, which Mm -hmm. is like very grounding and very fueling you in a way that, you know, our connection. Um, And then there's a lot of like third and fourth house energy. So you feel really homey and cozy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel super
0: chilled out. And by the way, just for everyone knows. The most
1: important piece is that we both have Mars and Gemini. And what does that mean? And that's like our power is on our voice. So when we speak, it's just like a fire explosion. Yeah. And we don't need to prepare. It's just like going in all different directions. (laughs) It's so funny.
0: It's so funny you say this because A, we did not plan for this thing. This was just a random thing. I told her to you know, check out the chart and stuff. So by the way, we didn't have conversations with this. This is not no, I didn't even
1: tell you what I see.
0: Yeah, she, this is not planned. And, this, and the second thing which she mentioned was, this is so funny. Most of the times when I have guests on my show, then I do a lot of research. It, whatever you guys hear in the podcast, it doesn't just, it's not like I invite some person and I'm just having a conversation with them. And just for me to give you a better return on investment on every minute that you spend with me. I do a lot of research. Sometimes it could take four to five hours of research per guest so we can make this content interesting. Guess what happened today? I literally, I have read her bio using an iPhone because today I wasn't prepared at all. And it got to my head like, CJ, you know, you should be preparing. But I was a little bit busy. So I was like, you know what? I'll just take it the way it is.
1: Can I give you an insight on that? Yeah, go on. I would love to study that even from a human design perspective because there are people where you won't ever need insights Mm -hmm. or like preparation and it's better if you don't because look at your chart, human design, um, you have an open G-Center. Okay. And an open G-Center means that if someone with a defined G-Center sits in front of you, you can plug into their identity, their values, everything that they are about and feel it even stronger. So who needs the preparation and form of details? Wow. You can just read that person. That's also what makes you a really good podcaster. So obviously, if someone with an open G-Center sits in front of you, you might need preparation because mm-hmm. it's like there is no energy. But I yeah. like my definition is G-Center, throat, and asana. I only have these three things find and that's what you are have open so you basically read me who needs the preparation you you know me better than i do
0: (laughs) well that's that's super interesting now (laughs) next time i'm going to be inviting anyone on the podcast let me see
1: if i need to prepare (laughs) yeah
0: i'm going to check out their human design chart i'm gonna see if they're g-centered which i don't know how it is i'll check with kathy later on how do i see it and if their g center is open i'll do the preparation and this saves me time Another biohack, everyone. So we jumped from we took uh, quite an interesting uh, dive in this thing we call human design. You also use astrology. What's the deal with astrology? Why does let's let's take a back step and let's tell people uh, like the dummies version of how does astrology affect all of us?
1: Astrology is my main love, you know, Mm -hmm. I could never not talk about it. It's my essence, everything. Mm -hmm. It's our essence, not just mine, because I received these images that everything on an energetic level in regards to the planets with the birth chart that is able to give us insights on that is coded in our DNA. So -hmm. it's coded in our energy field. Which is the reason why some transits really affect you on a physical level, on a cellular level. Because What do you
0: mean by transit, if you can define that?
1: Transit, so basically you have your birth chart, right? That's like a picture of the sky when you were born and popped out of the womb.
0: Got it. And
1: then the planets obviously move on, Mm -hmm. right? And so they move on, they move on, they go through cycles. We can study those cycles, even kings and queens. And all the ancients have been using Mm -hmm. that because they knew of the power. Because what is the power? It's when a planet is transiting your specific natal imprint it activates something in your system Mm -hmm. so going back to when you before you came here and you made that soul contract you knew that saturn would be in pisces in march 2023 and Mm -hmm. that would fall into a specific area house in your chart or a specific planet in your chart And so it would work with you on a very personal level. I sometimes Mm. say, you know, you're personally attacked by the universe right now. So you're basically activated. You mentioned that to me once, I remember. Yeah, like even now, you're personally attacked by Pluto, or you have been. Now it's moving on. But I'm pretty sure there was a lot about, you know, get serious about your destiny. Yeah. What do you invest your mind and time in? Mm. Right? And that's what it was. And it was like a huge transformation, maybe even in your family life, in your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, everything, you know. And I just need to look at your chart and like, yeah, of course, because flu- like for me, planets speak to me. They're like, yeah, I'm doing this right now with this person. Can you just tell them so they yeah. don't feel completely cuckoo? You know,
0: that's, that, that's a good reassurement because sometimes this could, a lot of our audience can relate to this because sometimes you just don't know where is the mess going in your life. And you can think about being positive and you can think about being, you know, always, I'm going to be positive no matter what happens. But like reality is sometimes it sucks and there's a reason for it to suck because, and now we know that the reason could be planets, but you know, what's, what's really surprising to me is that the ancients, like right now we've got iPhone apps and I'm sure like different softwares, but back in the day, it was i can just imagine a scenario where a person might just say like hey every time the moon turn like moon looks at me in a certain angle my wife's going nuts so i'm going to just keep on looking at the moon and figure out like what happens and this has been happening for tens and thousands of years all over the world and that's how astrology came in and like it i mean i don't i can't even imagine without using all of that no equipments actually just using the naked eye and using some uh, doing some drawings people are able to figure all of these things out do you think they got the downloads for this or yeah. okay yeah so the planets were speaking to them too
1: i i would say they they received like similar to you know ra all of a sudden has this whole library of human design inside of him i get activated and like the di- different other things You might have insights and it's like, oh, it's again, the consciousness knows, okay, that knowledge needs to be on the planet right now. Let's deliver it through this human right now, this human right Mm -hmm. now, this human right now. It's also where I always say, you know, and one of them, I I haven't even read the book, but there's just one thing in the book that stood out to me and ever since Never Leaves Me in um, Big Magic by uh, by Elizabeth Giller. She says, you know, because it's like a story of my life, you know, you have these downloads, uploads, Mm-hmm. And you don't share them, and all of a sudden someone else shares it. like I knew about that <laughs> they, like that's and she explains it on a very like there's no synchron like there's mm-hmm. no coincidence level where it's literally someone else wrote the exact same idea for a book with the exact same names and stuff where she was like, how like how how does that happen? And it's because that knowledge that insight needs to be out there, and you know if you don't hear the call, if you don't you know answer then. Pff- Sorry, but source needs to find someone else.
0: And does it happen that you get a chance again? Or is it like it's source or this information? Well, that... Someone
1: else something else will come through you. Okay. You so know? it's
0: not like, you know, someone's coming. It's not like the Amazon delivery guy who brings in a parcel for you and then he rings the doorbell and you're not there and he just leaves
1: he leaves but then maybe next day he comes he comes back another, okay or another delivery guy it might not be the exact same delivery guy but mm-hmm. you get a package you know all right
0: so just open your doors guys and like you know <laughs> keep your mind out there open your doors accept what's coming and um, take action so we've talking about uh, you thank you for sharing about astrology and so we've got all these different planets and they're moving in a certain way. And when they're moving in a certain way, that can impact our biology, our physiology, our mental health, our spiritual and energetic health. Um, is there any sort of a classification? Like I don't want to put people into or planets into different buckets, but is there like the good planet and the evil planet and the, you know, the helper planet or it, Do you see things like this or it's different for everyone?
1: I would say in traditional astrology, you hear a lot about the milifics and the benefics. and stuff. I've heard about
0: Saturn. Like Saturn could be super powerful. Everyone
1: hates Saturn and Pluto because it's Saturn is, you know, responsibility doing work and pressure and and stuff like that. But the highest, and I always love to speak about the highest expression because Mm -hmm. I don't believe in fear Mm -hmm. and I don't believe in we are screwed with our charts because I have a, quote-unquote very difficult chart Mm -hmm. right and i see the highest potential of it you know i see oh that allows me to have all of these insights you know yes you can say oh my gosh i'm cursed for life Mm -hmm. but it's just what i chose and i take responsibility for it too but yeah with saturn it's it's basically an energy that eliminates everything out of your life that is a distraction and that keeps you from you know first doing your homework Mm -hmm. before you can graduate So Saturn can make you wise in a specific topic, but it doesn't come natural. It's something you have to learn. It's something you have to work on. And Pluto is death, rebirth, transformation. So you can be more in soul alignment, which by nature people are in resistance towards, like to Mm -hmm. really surrender, to really allow that process of death and rebirth because they put themselves into the safety of a persona. Well, not with Pluto. Pluto is only interested in, is the soul aligned? If not, well, we have to burn it down
0: hmm so it's like creation and destruction
1: which you know over the last few years what did we have Pluto and Capricorn so mm-hmm. our collective soul was checking in are the structures in the world solar aligned no oh we're gonna burn financial system down government down these mm-hmm. structures down we burn down all of the things because it's about time Pluto moves into Aquarius very soon basically in two days from when we record so we have and to think about a future. What,
0: okay, so what do we do like if it's 2 days and this you I'll do another Instagram post where I'll tell people that this movement is happening in 2 okay. days. So what should people do at this time? Is there some um first what's going to happen and b what can we do about it?
1: Well, Pluto is very slow, so it's not like from, you know, Wednesday to Thursday, shit hits the fan. This week is very intense, so there could be things happening, but Mm -hmm. the transformation also is a slower process. It's not like, you know, I mean, it could, you know. So we've
0: got time to prepare ourselves.
1: I feel like we had time the last three years. Oh, and now it's. Why really, didn't we
0: do this podcast earlier? We were running. <laughs>
1: that all was preparation. You know, people were not ready. And now they're like, yeah, it makes sense because they would yeah. have not have believed us. Mm-hmm. Like, if you would have told someone in 2019 what we know now about, you know, the financial system, the restriction, mm-hmm. the like, everything, they're like, oh, yeah, you're you, such you. a conspiracy yeah. theorist. Like you are dramatic, dramatizing everything. That won't be as bad. And in two weeks, we are out of the, yeah. stuff, you know, And now we see, no, probably not. It takes Mm -hmm. us a little bit longer to recover from all of these things. Not everything has been burned down yet either. Mm -hmm. Pluto moves into Aquarius, as I mentioned, but it has a retrograde period. So we move back into Capricorn Mm -hmm. this year, which means there's another check-in with, okay, the structure's in the world. What else do we need to burn down? Because it's still not everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we we are in the process, let's just say.
0: Last year, one of the most famous words in astrology that... People who didn't even know astrology, they were throwing around this word most of the time. Um, it was last year and a year and a half ago, which was Mercury retrograde. So you just mentioned yeah. retrograde. What does retrograde mean? Because I had people telling me that, you know, let's not let's not get onto this project. And I was like, why? It's because Mercury is in retrograde. And I'm like, Mercury is what? And then I started ignoring this and I didn't want, I at that point I did, I probably... Read about it, but at this point, I don't remember it. So can you tell us like what is retrograde in the first place and what was this Mercury retrograde about?
1: I mean, retrogrades by nature mean all the RE words, so revisiting, Mm -hmm. reevaluating, reconsidering. You know, all the things. So we're basically in the process of okay, let's see, especially with Mercury, it's like, let's see it's all the plans that I had, the conversations I had, the topics that I've been absorbing. Let's just backtrack for a second and see what I really need. Mm-hmm and then bring forward, like what is really in alignment with my truth? Because mm-hmm. you always integrate the retrogrades with the polar opposite It's a little bit too astrology. Mm-hmm. So we want to find what is my truth in this entire data processing overload over the last months. Mm-hmm. So Mercury retrogrades are actually really good. It's just, it gives us the time to pause the mind and to be mm-hmm. like, okay, wait a second, not more information. I'm going to integrate what I know and then I see what I need to declutter. Okay. That's what it is. But that means that the mind is not targeted and moving forward it's moving backwards right it's moving backwards to revisit and Mm -hmm. when we move backward we cannot also move forward so we have to first have a overhaul or check in with our heads and you know all the downloads that we received so to speak and then see okay what do i want to bring forward you know
0: okay sounds sounds pretty much like we've got to take a pause yeah. And, you know, chill out, relax, yeah. evaluate the situation, reassess, and like you mentioned. It's not the end
1: of the world. It's like three weeks and, you know, a few times a, a month, mm-hmm. a, few, a few times a, a year. I guess our minds, especially with data stimulating overload, mm-hmm. we need that anyways. Like, wh- why do we all freak out about it? It's okay. because we go against the motion of nature. We're, We're trying like, to push the river. No, we want to do it now and forward and forward yeah. and forward. And there's never a rest. Well, no, that's not, I mean, even the Bible says, you know, at least like like, chill out because you can only grow if you also chill.
0: Yeah. I always tell people like there's this ancient uh, Asian proverb, don't push the river. Don't push the river, guys. Relax. Um, What is your understanding of the future? Um, And this would be a two-part question because A, I cannot recall now. But someone told me that the planet is, like you yourself, planet is going through major shifts right now. And one of the things that we will realize in close to 2030 is the role of animals and our entire perspective on animals and animal life. And, you know, all of those things will be changed. So do you have any downloads about this?
1: Mm, yes. Um, so for me, the shift is really 2027 20, also. Even human design the system and Rao Huru, who channeled or like received the information, he said it, he does it for the children. And I had visions of like in my own like ceremonies and stuff where I'm like, you're here for the children. And I was saying that I'm here for the children. I'm like, what am I doing? like? Yeah. I'm not like planning to like be a mom now yeah. or whatever. I didn't understand at the time. Mm-hmm. Now I understand, oh, it's those children. Those children, okay. So in 2027, there's a huge shift also on on an evolutionary level where new humans, so to speak, are being born. So it's a new species. Mm -hmm. And they act very, again, that's like the transition to like the sleeping phoenix from the cross of planning. And we are like the bridge generation that Mm -hmm. prepares the planet. And yeah, the infrastructure on the planet for these specific beings because they vibrate on a completely different level.
0: I mean, are they vibrating higher than us and like positive emotions or
1: all the popcorn
0: Netflix and all those things are being transferred to the DNA
1: of these kids? The best analogy and really example for uh, to get a visual, but obviously it's not like exactly how they will look like, is anyone who watches Avatar, like especially the new Avatar. They are very, very... And kind of, like, cat-like, like, like very instinctual, very, like, in the moment, they just, there's no explanation for what they are doing. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no explanation why they have to touch the tree, why they have to, you know, sit here, why they then all of a sudden don't. Like, it will really feel like, are they even, like, are they in trance or something? You know, like, you watch an animal, you're like... Mm -hmm there's no agenda behind it like there's yeah. no why does your cat now need to go out like there's no just let, let her do you know yeah she will have a reason for it yeah you know why does she cry well she, she knows why mm-hmm. so it's like very instinctual and basically very tuned into source because source knows why this geometry in this physical form needs to be placed here right now you know it's like again seeing crystals elementals why is this table placed like that and it's like okay my main like for them and that's where you know they we are in a bridge generation so a lot of the dogmas even it's tough sometimes to say that but the boxes that we created in the medical field autism adhd it's people that have a strong imprint of those new ways of living already inside of them they don't have the capacity or bandwidth to focus on being in the box that society wants them to be and Mm -hmm. then might seem selfish or it might seem like they can't focus yeah they are not meant to like they they know inside of them so strongly i'm not
0: there's not i'm not meant i'm not meant to you know interesting so another question um and now i think we've got enough um sort of an interview to wrap this up And this will give people the chance to know more about you and then to see your presentation and experience leading session at the World Biohack Summit in May. Um, What can people expect after you lead an experience and give a speech? What kind of things can they take away? Can you give us a few hacks, your favorite hacks these days um, that the audience today can benefit from?
1: Gosh, i mean honestly I'm just a vessel too that's what I keep coming back I'm also kathy in this human vessel and i never i can never tell you what mm-hmm. the energy wants me to do I know that I need to go there and just speak but i'm I mean I don't even know how to prepare in a way mm-hmm. obviously I know like the human in me has a plan right yeah but then there's always what needs to the audience in front of me. So I also see it on an energetic level. It really depends on who hears the call Mm -hmm. to go to the biohacking conference, to be in the room with me. And then I go in there with excitement and be like, okay, let's create some magic here. So what I feel without the details of what I'm going to talk about, it's an energetic upgrade for everyone, Mm -hmm. including myself. I like
0: that energetic upgrade. Yeah,
1: it's like literally, again, an activation that will that's what i know from working with people anyways whenever i'm in touch with someone there's something in my vibrational field all of a sudden there are things happening in their life so i also know that's why i'm a projector i need to wait for the invitation because otherwise people are not ready mm-hmm. like every time i encounter contact in any way with someone their entire life can change and that's Great. scary sometimes and sometimes it's for me, me it's
0: out. super exciting
1: yeah, it's exciting. it's exciting. I like it. Right? We I appreciate have, it. We
0: have a different lens on reality. Sometimes people would be fearful and they're like, oh, you know, I'm not too sure. I'm like, hey man, what, what else could it be? It's so exciting. You, you get know, the chance but, to change things. Honestly,
1: like the vision that I have for you and why I, we probably also encountered and that whole topic is so in the field. I do feel, and you can please report back to me, but that's yeah. just insights that I receive now if I can share. you Like those beings from back then want to transmit something really important to you now. And that's Mm -hmm. why it needs to first be activated that you had that. And now if it's in your dream state, if it's on a conscious or unconscious level, all of a sudden something will come into your field that will be really important.
0: Interesting. I will report back to you on how that goes. Of course I'm going to note it down after listening to this recording one more time. But Kathy, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And my last question to you is if you could rewind time, and I'm sure you, you can go back in time and you know she's mystical that way. But if you could go back in time and tell your younger self one piece of advice, uh, Bitcoin, <laughs> or not the Bitcoin, we'll, we won't do the Bitcoin game today, but something else, what would that be?
1: I would say just don't be afraid to Really stay committed to following your intuition, even or especially if it doesn't make sense to anyone else in the world.
0: Okay. So follow your intuition. Don't be fearful. There is a grand magic plan that evades it. And it's like the knock on your door. You want to receive your deliveries faster, right? You don't want to, you don't want to delay it and the world doesn't. Caddy, it's been a pleasure. Where can people find out more about you? What's the best way to get in touch with you?
1: I would say Instagram is the best. I'm always on there, talk to people. I love to send voice messages. I like to be as close to people as possible, mm-hmm. even though there are now a lot of people. But still, I want to make that a priority. Um, and I share energetic forecasts for every week. So mm-hmm. uh, oh yes, can...
0: she's got a podcast.
1: Yeah, also that I have a podcast as well, the Magic Kathy Show. But on Instagram, I share weekly like what's the energy of the week, so you can kind oh, of like, follow along. Um, that's Magic Kathy official with underscores. So those options are, are yeah and
0: i'll be tagging uh, her accounts and we'll put this on the show notes thank you kathy for being here and doing all getting all those downloads uploads for doing all the great work that you've been doing all the lives that you've been touching and all the healing that is being transferred through you and this is me cj your host signing out from the shift for cj podcast everyone have a great day a great week a great lifetime ahead of you and remember trust your intuition Your time and presence with us through this podcast is highly appreciated. If you want to learn more, then head over to our website, www.shiftwithcj.com.